Welcome back. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall be glad and rejoice in it. Amen. Uh, man-made rules. We're going to be talking about today man-made rules uh, from Mark 7. The Pharisees would make these man-made rules and a lot of them were regarding ceremonial washing and washing of the hands and washing of, um, you know, cups and bowls and, and items. And, and they had a religious rule as to specifics as to how to wash these things. And, and they made a whole rule out of them. And, and uh, Jesus had something very important to say about these man-made rules. He wasn't happy with the Pharisees that made these rules. So welcome to those of you that are joining to online today. God bless you. I pray you had an amazing weekend. God is so good. And uh, we're going to continue in our study in the gospel of Mark. Amen. We're in Mark chapter 7 today, talking about man-made rules and how Jesus had something very, very important to say. In other words, he had something to say that they were in disobedience. He didn't like these man-made rules that the Pharisees would make and, and place upon people because they also equated them as equal to God's law. And uh, so we're going to get into that. So the first thing that I want to, I want to mention is a scripture in Proverbs chapter 4 and in verse 23. And it says to guard your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Your heart is the most important thing for you to guard. If you guard your heart, you will guard your life. If you guard the things that you think about, you will, you, will, you know, um, just naturally guard the things that enter into your heart. So when we guard our hearts, we are guarding our thoughts. When we guard our hearts, we are guarding our lives. We are allowing our lives to prosper, to work out in the way that the word of God has already laid out for us, guarding our hearts, right? Making sure our hearts are settled in the word of God. But in, in, in the gospel of Mark and in chapter seven, we read of a story where the Pharisees taught these religious laws that they made up and they made them, well, they said they were equal to the written word of God. Nothing is equal to the written word of God. Okay, It's not equal. So they taught them as so important. They even taught them these traditions. They're, they're, they're talked about as traditions, how how you are to wash your hands, like the procedure, how, to, how you are to wash your hands, how you are to wash certain things. I'm going to read it to you from Mark 7 and, and starting in verse, in verse 2. When they saw the disciples um, eating bread with defiled, unwashed hands they found fault with them so right away you see the disciples uh you know finding having bread and what and eating the bread but the pharisees looking at the disciples and saying they are undefiled because they just ate that bread with unwashed hands now is it good to wash your hands absolutely it's important it's just hygiene but they were saying they were undefiled and it because it was breaking a law that the pharisees a rule that the pharisees made let me keep reading for the, the Pharisees and all of the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands in a special way. That's the key right there. Not just about the washing of the hands, but it had to be in a special way, holding to the tradition of the elders. So when they when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash their hands. And there are many other things which they have 
received and hold like washing of cups and pitchers and copper vessels and couches. Okay, so they were basically saying, hey, you guys are unclean because you don't wash in the in the certain way, specific way, the way that they had laid out as their law, their rule. So they said, the Pharisees said to, to Jesus, why do your disciples not walk according to the traditions of the elders, but they eat bread with unwashed hands? And so Jesus answered and he said, he said, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So he's saying to the Pharisees, you know, you guys talk a good story. Like if someone was to hear you talk, they would think that you're very religious because of the way you, the way you speak about yourself, but it's all pious. It's all self-centered. It's all self-righteous. Your lips speak of me, but your hearts are far away from me. That's what he had to say to the Pharisees. So he's saying, you can spin this story however you want to spin this story so that you look so good, but I know your hearts and your hearts are far from me. So they were so focused on the external, these man-made rules. They were so focused on the external that they made the external the most important part. And Jesus said, you're wrong. You're wrong. So let me, let me continue reading here. Um, Jesus says, you know, you lay aside the commandments of God and you hold on to the traditions of men. So he's saying you're putting more weight, more importance in the traditions of men, the man-made rules, than you are the word of God. It is the heart that you must guard. Is it, is it important to wash your hands before you eat? Absolutely. You should do it. But when you start putting that upon a person and say you are undefiled because you didn't do an external action it's backwards okay it's it's wise to wash your hands but he is but they're making this the rule and it's like they're they're leading them they're they're saying they're condemning them when they didn't do it right so and this is exactly what the pharisees would do all kinds of things like this but let, let me move on because there's something else that Jesus says in verse 15. He says, there is nothing that enters a man from the outside that can defile him, but it is the things that come out of his heart, that those are the things that can defile a man. Okay. So it's not what enters you that can defile you like food and, 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 you know, that's the kind of things that he's referring to, but it is the things that come out of a man. Right. And so these, Jesus said to them, you are being disobedient to the word of God because you are teaching your traditions. Traditions are not bad. Traditions are good. But you are teaching your traditions as equal to God, even at times more important than the commandments of God. This is, well, this is how cults get started. This is how people get very deceived and fall away from the church when man makes man-made rules and puts them on the same page, same level as the Word of God or even higher than the Word of God. Nothing, nothing should be as important as the Word of God. Nothing is more important than the Word of God, right? So the Pharisees accused the disciples of having defiled hands because they ate without washing their hands. The Pharisees had these traditions that they had to wash in a certain way or the person would be considered defiled. 
But Jesus completely contradicted that, like 100%. And I will read it again in verse 15. There is nothing that enters a man from the outside that can defile him, but the things which come out of him, out of his heart. Those are the things that defile a man, okay? Things that come out of your heart, cursing. When you're, when you're using foul language, that defiles you. When you are allowing your mouths to speak things that are not in line with the word of God, gossip, slander, that defiles you. When you are allowing your mouths to speak things that are not of the Lord, jealousy, you know, competition, strife, division, contentions, a contentious spirit. These are the things that defile a person because they're coming from within. It's what is within. So, but you can take care of that. How? Proverbs 4. Guard your heart. It says to guard your hearts with all diligence. For out of your heart flow the issues of life. How do you guard your hearts? Will you guard your thoughts? If you want to guard your heart, you got to guard your thoughts. So you want to make sure the things you're thinking about are correct. They're biblical, right? They're godly. They're biblical. So you want to make sure that the things that you are contemplating, thinking about, doing, meditating on, these are the things that are of the word of God, holy, pure, because as you do that, your heart is being guarded. And Jesus scolded the Pharisees for having these man-made rules. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. And you must do it our way. But it had nothing to do with what the word said. Pharisees, that's a that's a pharisaical mindset. It is a religious mindset that has a list of do's and don'ts, but void of heart of God and void of the word of God. Be mindful, be watchful. This is how cults get started. Be mindful, be watchful. So it's important that we understand that, you know, the Pharisees, they had a lot of knowledge. They had a lot of training and, and the understanding of the law, but they also embraced that which is um, hypocrisy, that which is uh, contrary to uh, being committed solely to the truth of God's word. They needed something else. It's like having, it's like the Mormons. They'll put the Mormon Bible, you know, above the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Bible, the word of God. They'll put it above. So, but the Bible says, you know, you do not, you are not to have, you are not to have another manuscript. You're not to have another, another something that you put above the word of God. Some say you can't read a devotional or something like that, but it's, you're not to put it above word of God. So there are lots of people that consider and call themselves Christians and they are, but yet they have this mindset of all these rules and, and all these man-made rules. But it, what it does is it keeps you in a performance mode instead of a, instead of a relationship mode. It keeps you striving to receive and achieve instead of realizing that you already are, you've already been received by Jesus Christ. Now we are to walk wholly according to the standards that are in the word of God, not those that people try to put upon you. So, you know, it's teachings like this, when we get to this part of the Bible, sometimes people just kind of want to brush over it, you know, it's important. It is just as important as some of the other parts of the word that, uh, you know, we get so excited to read about. This is important because you're safeguarding your lives. 
And it's important to safeguard our lives. Amen. Nothing. That's right. We are not to do anything above the mighty word of God. And Proverbs 4.24 was the scripture that I mentioned. Um, guarding your heart with all diligence. And today, and we read Mark 7, starting in verse 2 and um, 2 and 3 and, and 7. We read um, and then we read 15 as well. So powerful. This is powerful, you know. You know, he does list a couple things in verse 20, starting in verse 20. He says, this is what Jesus says. What comes out of a man, it's what comes out of a man that defiles him. But then he lists a few things. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it to you. He says, what comes out of a man, that's what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murderers, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness all these things this is all these evil things come from within and they defile a man so it's what defiles a man is a heart that plots evil you're not defiled because you forgot to wash your hands before you eat although you should wash your hands before you eat you're not defiled what defiles a man is a heart that plots evil guard your heart guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. The Lord is more concerned with the heart than the external, the inward versus the outward. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to you, Father God. Bless these that are online. I thank you for each and every one of them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Abba. Father. We just lift up Israel right now and we thank you, Lord God, for your protection upon these people and upon this land. Father, I thank you for your supernatural protection upon them, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that you comfort those that are mourning, Father God, and that you bring provision, Lord God, from the north, south, east, and west. Father, we just decree right now and we come alongside Israel, Father, and I thank you, Lord, they are your chosen people, and you, as we are, I believe we are as well. They are your chosen people. And I also know, Father God, that we are to bless them, to pray for them, Father God. And Lord, you who have always been right there for them, protect them, to wake them up. You are not a man that, that you should change your mind. And you're not a man that you should lie. So I thank you, Father. You are protecting them, raising them up, helping them, and opening up their eyes as well to the Messiah, Jesus Christ. So we bless them and we thank you for them, Father God. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your peace upon them and upon us as well. Thank you for protecting this country as well, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for opening up, Lord, the eyes Lord, of leaders and, um, and, and uh, in government, Lord God, and, and in every level, Lord God, opening up eyes, convicting where conviction needs to come about. Father, we lift up our children as well, and I thank you for convicting, Lord God, our, our children as well, where there needs to be conviction, Father, and even in this month where where they're preparing for Halloween, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for an open, open uh, heart to understand the depths, the depravity, and the demonic in the Halloween, this, this, even that day and even that season of Halloween. Lord God, I thank you for opening up their eyes to the demons that are literally gloating over Christians that celebrate this wicked, wicked day. 
So I thank you, Father God, open up their eyes, turn, Lord God, their hearts to understanding. Lord, we are to come apart, be separate from them. We're not to be involved in things that are not a problem. So we thank you for that, Father God, that you will open up their eyes in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. He is with you to save. He is with you to heal. He is with you to prosper you. He is with you to direct you, to show you the way to go. You are blessed beyond measure. And nothing is going to change that because you belong to Jesus Christ, your Lord and your Savior, the one whom you have committed your life to fully. So you are blessed beyond measure. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all, and I will see you soon. Have a great day.